Welcome to Not Game All Personal. Hey, we're a Big Brother podcast here to talk about all things Big Brother, specifically the events of this past week. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. New HOH just crowned. We had an eviction. Uh, we also had to talk about last week's HOH and nomination, safety suite, a lot to get into. Uh, but first, oh, see how I did that? That was good. I'm Nathan, <laughs> joined with Tony. Tony, you like my reference there? I did. I realized that I wasn't recording until about like five seconds ago, so I started recording. So it's going to be a little off. You're going to have to adjust my audio a bit. Okay, good to know. Thanks for the heads up. I just caught it and I was like, crap, I should probably do this before I say anything. But first, no, I don't know. Yeah, I got your joke. How's it going, Nathan? I don't know what to say <laughs> it's now. Good. I got nothing. Why have I never said that? But Why have we never said that on this podcast? Because it's dumb. It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> All right, well, but first, we have another guest on this podcast. Uh, you may know him as co-worker, if, if you're Tony. Um, you also may just know him as Nick. <laughs> What's up, Nick? Welcome back. Hey, I'm glad to be here. This will be the uh, first time I get to talk about Big Brother. Well, unless we count the drafts that we did earlier this summer, but yeah, actual season of Big Brother. I'm excited. I love Big Brother. It was actually my first passion before Survivor, so I'm ready to get into it. Did we all come from Big Brother first? I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. All Big Brother and then eventually to Survivors. Yeah, so it is nice. It's always nice uh, when it comes around. Because like when I'm watching Survivor, I'm always like... Or like when there's a current season, I'm always like, oh, I like this more, I think. But then Big Brother comes back and I'm like, oh, okay, this is why, <laughs> this is why I like it. <laughs> uh, is there anything... Gotta get out of the way before we just get into it? Um... Do we have any... Small My rankings or... are not going well. Our predictions. No, um, they're not. I did perfect on uh, spot 16. Did almost yeah. as bad as you can on the next. You uh, you really have... nailed that uh, unanimous Keisha vote. Yeah, you I mean that one. I mean, some are saying it's the best hot take ever. Uh, no one's saying, right, that. Let's, no one's uh... saying <laughs> that. Let's just get into it. <laughs> all right. Let's start with tonight's eviction. Um, we had David and Nicole on the block from Memphis. We'll talk, uh, we'll backtrack a little bit later talking about Memphis winning veto, keeping his nominations. It was a week of Memphis seemingly trying to play the middle in a way. Um, I don't know if it was the best week for him, at least at the start of the week, it seemed like it was pretty rough. Then the drama really went more so to the people up for eviction, uh, Nicole and David. And Nick, We uh, one of the reasons we wanted you on tonight is because last year you were a big Nicole A fan. Uh, and so I think, first off, when I texted Tony yesterday, I was like, I think we, we might need him on because I don't think... It doesn't seem like a lot of people out there have a lot of nice things to say about her. Not like in like a mean way, but just as like a gameplay wise. Yeah. And yeah. so we're interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, but also, what are your feelings right now that Nicole A is no longer in Big Brother All Stars? Um, I'm doing fine. I think it was harder, you know, last weekend when everything was going down with 
noms and veto. Um, so by the time tonight rolled around, I just kind of accepted it and everything is good. Um, I think for her, um, this is best case scenario. I think just mentally and emotionally, she needed to get out of the house. Um, so on a personal level, I'm okay with it. On a gameplay level, I still think had somehow the vote swayed in her favor, I do think she could have made some damage, but that's for another conversation for another time. But overall, right now, I'm doing fine. It bums me out, obviously, because I think she was America's favorite last year for a reason. Um, I was definitely excited to see her play again, um, but it just didn't work out this time. Tony, what are your thoughts? The David and Nicole vote. The 10-2 to 2 vote. Nicole is out. What are you feeling? Uh, good. Justified. Vindicated. Uh, I feel like I'm correct. Um, just a just a lot of those things. You know what I mean? Like I've been saying for forever, she's not a good player. She may be a nice person. She's not a good player. She's not a bad player necessarily, but I would I just wouldn't put her in that category of a good player. I've never seen anything from her that would make me be like, oh, she's somebody who's like strong. Did she deserve to be on the season? Sure, because you need a couple fan favorites. Yes, she made third place, mostly because she wasn't a threat. So, like, I'm happy that she's out. I, I'm glad that Keisha's out and now her because it feels like we're getting rid of some of the people who, like, Keisha didn't feel like she was playing at all. And now Nicole just didn't feel like she was up to their level. And I think this week also showed that a lot. So I'm excited that she's gone because it feels like we're just getting out. It feels like we're actually getting rid of the weak players. And they never actually do that. So to me, I'm, I'm excited. I, I think it's a good thing. What about you, Nathan? Okay. Where are you at? I, I mean, I'd probably lean more towards you. Uh, that's bold. I don't know if I'd straight up call her a bad player. Like I said, I don't I, know I if think... it's a bad player, just not a good player. Sure. I there's I, a middle I, there's a middle ground there. Don't give me that look, Nick. There's a middle ground. There. I disagree, but yeah. I I okay. So here here's my thought on Nicole as a as a player. Okay, just player. I think last year it it, it was hard to judge because I think first off a big reason I think a lot of people liked her was because she was the underdog story. Um, and again, like that's a perfectly valid reason to vote. You know, for America's favorite player. Uh, but it was definitely like a breath of fresh air in a not so fun house last year <laughs> that was just steamrolling all the way to the end uh and so i think like with this year uh she had to play a, a different game in a way um which is interesting because it you do see some similarities of how the house is working uh last year and this year as far as like a majority alliance she's not really on the inside of it um and so it didn't seem like she was able to a adapt to it uh, i do agree with nick though i think it was a lot more of a personal struggle struggle this time around because I, I just think like she just didn't have what it takes right now which is perfectly fine um and whether that you know makes her a good or bad player i just think like yeah coming off of last season and going into this season um as far as this past week goes yeah it was pretty rough uh i think as i don't think you could be like more wrong about reading people and house dynamics and unfortunately i don't know how much that changed like i don't know okay like the big talk was her and janelle and caser where they're sticking up for her trying to rally votes for her and she then in turn is going to literally everyone else in the house and talking 
behind their back of how she doesn't trust them, how they she thinks that they're the reason she's up. I don't know if she trusts them initially, if that would change anything. Maybe, maybe not. So I don't know like how much that actually affected the vote because I think that wasn't the issue. The issue was everyone else just didn't want her or everyone else was already in this alliance. Um, So I think that's kind of, I don't know, like it's a good conversation to like, you know, why did, why couldn't she read what was happening? But I don't know how much that changes much. Um, But no, I don't, I don't know. I think I agree with you, Tony, in the sense, like, I, I think, I don't think we're losing much by not having her there only because she wasn't able to align with many people this, these past two weeks. Like, I think the big thing was she was just thinking and playing this week so emotionally and what she believed of what people were saying. So it, I thought it was so interesting that she believed to Janelle and Kaser that they had sway with Memphis. So she's like, yes, that's true. Memphis trusts them and Memphis will listen to them. But then as soon as Memphis put them up, she never once, at least from what I saw, it didn't feel like she ever once considered like, oh, Memphis isn't with them. No, it has to be that they're not with me. And I wonder... Like, like you were saying, Nick, I wonder if it was like, she just wasn't emotionally ready. And she just, it last season, she didn't really have anyone to trust other than Cliff. So like, she just, she was like, no, I trusted them. And now they're screwing me over. So they must not be with me. I wonder if it was something like that. But it, that was interesting that she believed that part. And that was part of her believing that they weren't with her. And so it, just the way that, and I mean, I can't judge it. I'm not in the house. I obviously don't see the things she's seeing. I don't read things the way that she does we obviously know everything but it was just so interesting to see how she navigated that and like went so drastically to like i will put those two up and everybody's like whoa like all right maybe we should keep her and i don't know if anybody actually considered that but it it was it was interesting to watch yeah i don't know if they actually did consider it um i think when i heard her say on the feeds and stuff too that she like she herself said she hadn't recovered from last season mm-hmm. yet. And so I don't, so I think she questioned herself even going into the season. And um, I don't know if she was even in that like first round of, or not first round, but when the that first like wave started happening and we thought we might get a season like early July. I don't know if she was in um, that casting because she was still like posting a lot of stuff. Um and so I don't know if she was ready to go back in. And so then to go in and essentially, like you guys were saying, have the same thing happen to her that kind of happened last season at the beginning where she was on the outside and there was this big dominant alliance um, that I think it really did create trust issues. Um, and so when she, when Janelle and Kaser are telling her like, hey, we've got your back, we got Memphis, you'll be okay, and that doesn't happen, I think that just immediately makes her doubt them. And then when you have literally 10 other people in this house coming up or nine other people coming up to you and saying, you, oh, they don't have your back. It's not that like I can't imagine what that would be do to me mentally. Um, so I'm I don't disagree with you guys. Like, I think I'm fine with her being gone from a game standpoint just because it was a bad week for her. Like her reads were awful. Like I can fully admit that um, without admitting that or without it changing my perspective of her from last season. Um, So I do think going forward, it will be a better game um, just with the people that are left. Um, But I don't know. I think she just struggled too much from not being fully recovered from last season. And so coming back to play a second time 
it just she shouldn't have done and it's definitely worth noting that kevin was also a part of making those reads so like it wasn't just her making those decisions it was also and he's at a poor like perspective like read on the game this whole time so like that's not surprising but she took that so it wasn't completely her that that's worth saying um yep 100 because that's who she trusted the most in the game so when your number one ally is telling you like oh no janelle and caser aren't on your side like there's not much you can do and it was crazy how much it was affecting janelle like specifically janelle and caser but like they were both like what we're trying to help you like what is happening why don't you trust us and they're just they're a very interesting pair because I feel like so often they walk in and they go, this is what's like, this is what's happening and this is what you should do about it. And they're very like blunt with it. At least whenever they show it in the show, they like walk in, they're like, these people are together. So we should do this. And they're never like, what do you, it's never like, what do you think? Like, how should we do this? It's not very like collaborative. It's more like, we know what's happening. Get on our side because there's about to be war. And, and that's not how a lot of these it's people a very, play. It's a very like old school mm-hmm. style. Memphis and does the same just, thing. Uh, yep. It's very a, clearly. Well, yeah. Memphis is a little different. I think Janelle and Case are a little more logical 100%. about it. Well, they're better than but, at it, but it's like the same yes, general yes. thing. But yeah, you just walk in, here are the, here's the fact, and then Janelle and Case are, are are shocked that no one else, no one's no one's willing to go with the logical decision. You know, <laughs> like they have numbers, we need numbers, do it. And then I think they sometimes fall short at like the empathy side of hey you, you i don't you kind of need to work these people like there's emotions mm-hmm. that go into it but i think they're just game 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 and that, that's just the way it was back then where i think i mean like you, you look at the house dynamics of old seasons and things were heated but you just kind of moved on and it was mm-hmm. but i think like this modern big brother there's a lot less of that and i think people uh for better or worse i think take things more personally and it affects the game a lot more and i don't think janelle and caser always take that into account like you said walking into a room and <laughs> coming up with a plan mm-hmm. it's not game it's all personal hey hey, hey. that's the name of the show that go. might be the first time um, we've ever said it not in the intro or outro that was great <laughs> there you go um I will say I two two last things. One, I saw someone tweet, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, I can't imagine being on an all-star season and not wanting to work with like Janelle and Kaser. Mm, yeah. And I feel the same way. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they are such good game players that I would want to. And so it's just crazy to me that they like can't get people to want to work with them. Even like Bay and Day. Like I don't know. It's just wild to me. And then the last thing on Nicole is I Loved her speech personally. I thought it was great. Um, But more than anything, when she got evicted and she was sitting out there with Julie and Julie was just like giving it to her of like, you were so Yeah, she didn't hold back at all. (laughs) And like what I loved is that like Nicole just humbly admitted it. She's like, yep, I was wrong. And it was emotionally affecting her. And that's like, I don't know. I just like to see that because it shows that like I do think she understands the game. And she just realizes that, like, she wasn't in it this time. Um, And I think she'll go back home and she'll watch everything and she'll fully just accept it and move on. And I don't know. I just like that instead of, like, someone coming out and trying to, like, justify everything and being like, well, this and this and this. Where she's like, nope, I was wrong and I'm going to have to pay for it and I owe them thousands of apologies or whatever she said. Um, And so, I don't know. I, I just really like that. And it just is another reason why I appreciate Nicole. 
Yeah, I definitely think uh, Nicole as a person is a is a great person. I think it showed. And I think uh, like every everyone who plays Big Brother at some point talks negatively about other people in the house, <laughs> and so I think like it's the it's the next step after that. And I think you you nailed it. Um, I think it's it's going to be good for her now that she's out and can kind of take some time for herself. Uh, they didn't show us on the episode, but last night I think it was yesterday or last night uh, when she started to connect the dots of um janelle and Kaser are for me and they're not you know against me and um she had conversations with both of them there was a really good moment between her and Kaser one-on-one and she pretty much confessed to like like hey i'm sorry but i like i talk bad about you to literally everyone in the house and Kaser had i think like the best response to that moment where he's like oh well that kind of sucks for my game, but that's okay. I understand. Like, I understand what this house does. So it, you know, I. What are you gonna <laughs> thank do? You for <laughs> right, and he was just like very like calm about it. And I think it was exactly what she needed, and I even think it was like reassurance to her in that moment that it's like, oh, he really is like, you know, rooting for me here mm-hmm. because he was just like, I get it. I understand why you you know don't trust anyone. It was very touching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, from. Playing back-to-back seasons, not going as well. Let's talk about the next person who played back-to-back seasons here. Who, in my opinion, isn't doing the best, but he's still in the house. And that's David. (laughs) Uh, Safe from Eviction. Let's talk real quick about the votes, though. Uh, Because that is a... confusing thing uh the votes come in i i don't remember who the first one was i think it might have been cody voted to evict nicole i think it was um, tyler 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 okay tyler Vic, uh, come on nicole someone else does i don't know there's two votes and then enzo comes in or i think he was the second one maybe Either enzo way, was second yep enzo votes to evict david and now at this moment if you're following the live feeds there was a lot of scenarios where it could have possibly been a tie they're talking to Devon, Bailey, Ian. Like, they're, they're trying very hard to get uh, Nicole to stay. Uh, it didn't seem like it was likely. But then Enzo votes. And I think everyone kind of freaked out for a moment, thinking, like, wait a minute, is that a rogue vote? Did How did... Because he, he was never part of that conversation. No. Do either of you have any idea what this was? <laughs> no, I literally jumped from the couch. I was like, oh, my gosh. Enzo wasn't part of that original six that they were trying to get. Is this actually going to happen? Are they going to flip it? And it didn't happen. But I, yeah, I have no idea where that came from. It, I still am trying to scratch my head. It has to be a rogue vote at this point. Um, but at, even being a rogue vote, like I don't know who he would try to pin it on unless he knew like Janelle and Kaser were um, going to vote Nicole out that they could use it as like, a, oh, one of them did vote her out. But I don't know. Or vote David out, I mean. Um yeah, no idea where it came from. I could see Enzo having the same me- mentality that Memphis has, where like he doesn't deserve to be here, and also I could see Enzo just like voting however he feels. Like it doesn't feel like he has a firm alliance. Like alliance, he has people that he's like cool with, people that he talks to, but like nobody that he's like this is my group. Does he? Like, or am I missing anything? He he's kind of like within. He's not like uh, it's hard to say because again it's very hard to keep track of all these alliances because technically he is in some. They're not really being shown on the episode, which makes me believe that maybe they're not as like 
legit as we think they are on the live feeds. But, like, he does, he's pretty much in this large group, or at least voting with them and has conversations with them. So it doesn't really make sense that he did this. I don't don't know. Yeah, I I really don't know. I think, I do think he's closest to Cody. I feel like that's probably his number one. Jersey boys, Um, huh? Yeah, but... (laughs) You seem very I still, convinced. By I don't that. know. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my dream, and I, I really want this to happen someday. And I thought it, it was a possibility tonight, but I want to see someone do this, like a rogue vote, thinking like it's going to be unanimous. So I'm just going to throw one vote, not knowing that there's a possible flip or split, like a, a um a split vote, and then yes. that being the deciding factor. Because I was like, wait a minute, if they did like convince those six. Then he would have been like the seventh there. Mm-hmm. I know it didn't I happen, uh, but that that is like my dream someday on Big Brother for like someone who's thinking they're gonna mess it up accidentally, like just mess up the vote. Kind of like um, celebrity Big Brother, Meta World Peace, and Meta, yeah, Meta, I vote Meta World Peace voted for the wrong person. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing as you're saying. <laughs> I vote Chuck, and then just walks out like, oh, I voted wrong. My bad. That was such a good season, and season two was such a letdown. Yeah. Wow. Good times. Uh, all right, well, let's get back to <laughs> talking about David. Yes. Tony, what are, what are your thoughts on David's gameplay this past week? Man, it wasn't good. Like, he just had, I mean, I feel like I feel like everybody just wanted Nicole to go because they associated her with Janelle, which is fair. Or maybe that's not even true, but it didn't feel like he was ever actually in danger. Like, Memphis didn't wanted him out, it felt like, but I don't think anybody else was really leaning that way. Um, yeah, it just, all of the thing like, the conversation we saw tonight on the episode between him and Devon, where it's like, she's trying to work with you, like, so hard, and you're just throwing, you're just screwing all of it up. Like, I, I can't, I can't disclose that information. It's like, why not? Like, that's not going to help your situation if you say things like that and then say that you want to work with her super cool. It just, yes, he had good reads last week, but I've been thinking about it and I'm like, okay, like what, or last year, sorry, last year he had really strong reads for those first couple weeks. And I was like, okay, what is this? And it's like, he wasn't actually playing the game. He wasn't actually, he was having some game conversation, but then Jack made the rule that it's like, oh, we won't talk about game with you guys because you're not in the game, which was stupid, but it's like, it's like you're sitting courtside to a basketball game and it's like, yes, I can read like what's going on and who's doing what because I can see everything, but they're not talking to me. I'm not talking to them. I'm not actually a part of this game. So I don't actually know all of like in basketball, the defensive schemes or the offensive, like you don't actually know what the idea behind what's happening is. So you like, yes, yeah, see this team and this team, I can see that they're going at each other, but I don't know any of the inner workings. And that's what it feels like now he's having these conversations like, he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't. And then even, I'm sick of, like, the, oh, I, this is my first time doing this. This is my first time doing We get it. That's not helping your case. Everybody hates when you do that. That's the reason you're on the block. So shut up. Like, it's just, I'm, I, I didn't like either of them. I would have been happy with either of them going this week. It's just so frustrating to watch. Yeah, I also, I saw a good tweet this week. and I, I, Maybe I should write this down to credit them next time. But this was earlier in the week because I think things adjusted and leveled out. But it was it was uh, David and Nicole are just having a race to see who can get evicted first by their gameplay. And yeah, because the conversation with Devon was a big one. Uh, and there's been a lot more that 
on the live feeds of just him having these really bad pitch meetings for why he should stay. And people like I, I think Davon actually had a struggle because for her, she was very convicted, um, as we saw tonight. Like she did not want to vote him out because he's African American. Um, I think on the feeds they were talking this week, um, and I haven't I didn't even thought of this about this fact. Um, but Ollie back in season ten was the only African American male to make jury in Big Brother, which is crazy. Um, again, maybe I I sh- I don't know if I fact check that, but that's what they were saying on the feeds. Um, so to her, it was a big like moral thing. Like I I re- like this is important for me, and she was struggling to keep that because of what he was saying to her, <laughs> and it was very I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing, and I am very interested to see him progress now that he's still in the house. But it doesn't feel like he's learned a lot from last season going to this season. Nick, do you got any thoughts on David's game this week? One yes, note Tony. quick. Uh, I just Googled it to make sure that, in fact, checked. Kevin is half black. So, like, kind okay. of he made That's it fair. to yeah. jury. But, yeah, the, the same same concept still, too, isn't, like, nearly enough if we want it to be representative. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, Nick. Sure. Yeah, but, I mean, that stat's not surprising. Big Brother sucks at casting yep. diversity. But anyway, Except for this season. Um, but um, this season's better. No, it's not I... good. It's better, but go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, no, as much as I love Nicole, I can fully admit like she had an awful week, um, and her going home is completely justified. But at the same time, like I think people saying that also need to then admit that, like, yeah, like you guys were saying, David's week was not any better, and so I feel like I would have been fine with either of them going. Um, I'm with you, uh, Tony, that... I'm really over David's, if it's a strategy or what, but just keep bringing up the like, oh, I've never done this before. I don't know how to play the game. I only played a week. And as someone who wanted to see David back in the house um, a second time because of last year, I guess I just anticipated he would come in and be playing differently. Um, And so far, that's not the case. Um, I thought he would take the... um, opportunity and just completely go for it um but it doesn't look like he's done any like preparation for it um which bothers me but that's besides the point um i just think i don't know he i still think he can do better um especially if he um does try to do something with tyler because i know tyler wants to work with him um they have a final two i think um, and I think something could come from that. Um, but overall, yeah, I just, I am not impressed with it as someone who wanted to see him come back. Um, he needs to step it up. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think he just literally needs to do anything <laughs> at this point. Uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about this final two with Tyler. Cause that was seemed to be a focus of one of the episodes this week. Uh, and Tyler was definitely pushing to keep David in. <laughs> Tony, what are your thoughts on this final two? I know you're you're kind of a fan of Tyler, right? Yeah. You're a pretty big fan. We're, yeah. we're a close personal. I mean, I'm not friends with his mom like you are, but we're, we're pals. I am friends with his mom on Facebook. That's such a and weird every time thing. And she, she posts, every time there's an episode, she goes, Big Brother's on tonight at 7. Can't wait to see how Tyler does. I should check her Facebook. She's probably really happy right now. Oh, I'm sure she's <laughs> Spoiler, excited. he won HOH, everyone. I don't think we said that yet, but 
Yeah. Uh, Tyler's position in the game, Tony, specifically with David. Uh, I, I think it's... I feel like he's so good at, like, having so many different relationships, like, individual relationships with people. So I feel like David is one of those. But I definitely all... Like, I don't think Tyler trusts this six-person alliance. I just don't think he does. He's He's very much like... Why are we doing this? Especially Memphis now. Like, I feel like he's just over Memphis. He's like, why is this a thing? Why aren't we taking a shot right now? Which I'm absolutely on his side. And so I think he doesn't love all of them. So he's almost trying to cultivate this relationship with David and keep him around. Because he doesn't think that that six person is going to be like a long-term thing at this point. So I, I think it's very, very good for Tyler's side. And I think it's also good for David. I feel like Tyler will be able to help him with a lot of the game because Tyler's so strong in the game and David is also just somebody that Tyler can be close to just a strong ally. And I think David also from what I've seen really like is leaning towards Tyler is one of his strong, strongest, if not his strongest ally. So I think it's definitely good for both of them. I, is it super, is it like a super well-known duo throughout the house? I mean, I guess Tyler, Cody and David are all a trio according to Janelle and Kaser, but that was a while ago, I guess. <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't think it's known at all. I'm pretty sure this is just a a side thing Tyler has, and I I think it. Again, I think he just kind of lucked out with David because David doesn't seem to ask questions like, "Hey, are you in alliance with other people?" David's just kind of like, "Yeah, sure." And <laughs> because even this, okay, so the the full conversation uh, with Davon that we saw a little bit tonight in the episode, uh, she pretty much said like, "Hey, I hear there's an all guys alliance. Is that true?" And David's essentially like. Um, I, I can't really tell you. And he just doesn't answer. She's like, well, give me names. He's like, I can't do it, but let's just say I have some safeguards. And so Davon left this conversation with the impression that there's an all-guys alliance. And the best part is that there isn't. Like, there isn't actually an all-guys alliance that David's a part of. But David just, di he didn't say no to it, which means he pretty much said yes. And so I think David just doesn't understand how alliances work. And he thinks like, okay, I'm in with Tyler and these guys said they're going to vote for me. So that means like I got these, you know, safeguards here and communicating that to Devon. She's taking it as like, wait, so you're, you have a thing with all these guys? And he's like, uh, yes, but I'm not going to say names. And so I think Tyler just like struck gold with like if he can <laughs> take David as a number for him that's not in this alliance, like, that's great for him because his alliance, I don't think, has a clue. I think his alliance are just like, yeah, David's good. Like, we'll keep him. He's a number, you know? Not fully understanding the relationship Tyler and David have. Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> David's not good. Not to say he can't get better, but he's just not very strong. Can we talk about his yelling during the veto competition? Trying to like oh, I forgot get Memphis to draw. I wrote it down because I was like, that is the most absurd thing. Like, I can understand the thought process. Not when you're like 15 feet away. And like, the, oh, like it's just, he doesn't, it doesn't, he just doesn't. I, I, I really want to see what that was like, not edited. Like, yeah. how many times did he actually do it? Like, was it multiple to, you know? I don't know. It, but here's the thing if that would have worked, let's say he wins the veto by doing that. We would have been praising him. We would have been calling him a game changer. So, I don't know. I respect mixing it up, I guess. I think it would have been more negative on Memphis and Tyler than positive on David. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I just... And now he's safe this week. 
so maybe that'll help. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here for sure. Yeah. Let's uh, back it up a bit. Ooh, let's do it. Because I think we need to talk about why David and Nicole were even in this position, and that is due to Memphis. Memphis winning HOH. Uh, I think we ended last week's episode knowing he won, and I think we were kind of just like, okay, this is going to be somewhat of a boring week because he's in this power alliance. Not necessarily the case. Like, this was actually, I think we have to remember, this was a very exciting week for week two. And for two people who we are both saying didn't play a very good game, like, people were passionately fighting for them to stay in the house. And Mm -hmm. so I don't think there's anything to complain about as far as, like, you know, good feeds going and everything like that. Uh, But Memphis had an interesting strategy this week. He essentially decided not to tell anyone his plan, not his alliance, not people that thought they were working with him. He encourages everyone to play in the safety suite competition, uh, which people, I mean, people, like, I think it was a pretty good idea. People caught on really quick, though. Like, everyone knew what he was doing. He then nominates two people that aren't really aligned with, like, anyone uh you know barely and then wins veto and then keeps the nominations the same and you have these two sides that both think they have him and he doesn't listen to anyone and just stays the middle the entire time uh i don't even know where to start but (laughs) nick what are your thoughts on memphis how was his reign as hoh this past week with all that in mind uh i actually think you said a lot of good stuff and I personally think he had an awful week. Um, basically, like everything you just said, he won HOH, nominated two people that were in the middle, yet still managed to create all this drama. People in his own alliance essentially want to turn on him because they don't like him anymore. Um, doesn't tell anybody his plans, which whatever is fine, but it doesn't build trust. Um, I, I don't know. I personally think he's in an awful spot now. Um, maybe not necessarily this week because I don't think Tyler will go for him this week. Um, but I don't see Memphis winning this game, um, at all. I don't know. I just think he could have been more graceful and he could have been, um, just handled conversations better, could have handled the way he said things better. Um, but at the end of the day, that's who memphis is he's a straight shooter he's not gonna sugarcoat things he's not gonna be nice he's just gonna be straightforward and say things and whatever it's part of the reason why he lost to dan um but it is what it is so overall no i think i think his reign as hoh was pretty awful for having such things for having things go the way they did should have been a lot he should have come out in my opinion with cleaner hands and yet somehow he didn't yeah Straight shooter. He's a renegade. And he's going to make all the buddies in the house earn their place. That's what he does. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> oh, he's just so frustrating. Because he wants so badly to stay in this middle position. And if you look at it from his perspective, I can understand how nominating Nicole F. Or back trying to backdoor Nicole F. Is a bad idea. Because then that's turning on his alliance that's already like secure. Like this is my group that i'm running riding with but also putting up janelle is burning that bridge where he's getting information from them so i understand that so from a purely personal like way of playing the game which is i think how he played most of last season him and dan didn't link up until late in that season so like it wasn't a thing for a long time 
So from that perspective, yeah, it makes sense. Like just just stay neutral. It's fine, whatever. But once you're HOH, you you can't stay neutral by not picking a side. You're alienating both sides from you. Where most of your six person alliance that you're secure with doesn't trust you. Janelle and Kaser are very confident that you're no longer with them because you didn't take that shot. You have to pick a side. You can't be HOH, win veto, and not pick a side. That's not how this works, especially when you're still trying to figure out where those lines are drawn. And I cannot, like I said, I can understand picking two neutral people and being like, neither of these people are in either of the alliances that I'm working in, so it's fine. I'll just put them up and nobody will be worried about it. But then you can't be a jerk about it. You can't say the thing, like, the thing they said to David wasn't that bad. I think it was funny. Probably shouldn't have said it because of, like, the social political part of big brother like that's just not a smart move and, and it was just over and over he like laughed at things off like that and just didn't know what he was doing and it's not a per like it's not an individual game as much as people say it is you need to have allies you can't just go on your own and you can if you're like the biggest comp beast ever but he's not so like that's not helpful so it was really frustrating to watch um he didn't know what he wanted to do he like I said, you can't win HOH and then also win power of veto and just be like, oh, I'm I'm neutral. I'm going to do whatever, but I'm going to do whatever I want, but I'm neutral. If he was like, hey, guys, who should I put up? Like, let's have like the get nominations from the house, essentially. You can do that. You can't just sit there and be like, I'm not going to listen to anyone, but also I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I do think there is a way to play this middle ground like I, I think there's a way he could have got out of this week okay with this nominations that he had i just think his delivery with it was just so poor because he kept teasing to everyone that he was with them and so i think like first i i don't know like you shouldn't be having those conversations if you're not willing to, to do it you know i think he he should have come up with i think better reasons for his nominations I think there are ways to convince your alliance that your plan is the right way to do it. And he had no interest in doing that. He just like, I, you don't need to know why I'm doing this. Like, yes, they do. <laughs> I, I think his mistake also was because clearly he's trying to play the middle. If he wasn't, he would have put someone up. He would have put Nicole F up. He would have put Janelle up, right? Like he didn't make a move, which means he does want to keep those doors open with both sides. However, he, in my mind, he did pick a side, and that's the side of um, that final two he supposedly had, which doesn't seem like it's a thing anymore with Cody and that whole alliance. It seems like he went with them because when he talks to Janelle and Kaser, he doesn't include them on the conversations that he's working with the other side. Janelle and Kaser don't know that. But when he talks to Cody, he tells Cody everything that he's telling Janelle and Kaser. Mm -hmm. So it seems like, okay, he chose a side because clearly he'll have an hour conversation with Janelle about game and then go and run and tell Cody every single thing. I think that's where it needs to stop because if he doesn't tell Cody everything, Cody only knows what Memphis is telling him. So like if you say, hey, Cody, Janelle thinks I'm working with her. Haha, <laughs> isn't that funny? And Cody goes, oh, cool. Well, let's try to target them. And Memphis is like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, wait, I thought you were just... And so like if he stops that conversation and he holds back information from Cody, then it's not going to look to them 
like he's playing both sides but because he is like trying so hard to like have open communication with both sides then it's very obvious to them what he's doing Mm -hmm. and so i just think it was a poor management of this it's very frustrating frustrating to watch man and it's just it didn't and like not telling his alliance like okay first of all i'm thinking about targeting these people so don't save them like i understand you don't want to like if you win the safety suite i understand you don't want to pick someone in our alliance that makes sense these are the people that i'm considering so like don't pick one of these like pick bailey or devon or or something like that enzo pick one of these people who aren't in the six don't pick and i guess he was considering bailey and devon for a second so that's and I don't know if that was actually legit. So there's things like that. But also, he should never be the one spreading to everyone like, hey, am I safe? You should probably just play in the safety suite. No. You tell everybody in your lines, hey, when you're having conversations, say that you're not comfortable and you have no idea what I'm doing. And, like, get people to play the safety suite. And you can even go to Janelle and Kaser and tell them the exact same thing and be like, hey, guys, we want to make as many people play this week as possible so, like, there's no wild cards next week. So help me out. Like, I can't do it because I'm the HOH, and if I tell people to just play the safety suite, they'll see right through it. But he didn't – he just wanted to do everything alone. It's like he wanted the glory of being HOH and making the decisions, but then he didn't want to make those decisions. And it was just – it was all of that that was really frustrating to watch. I think I'm more gonna... negative on him than I am on Nicole a this week, which is surprising. <laughs> That's bad. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I got some uh, some stats to throw out, okay? Did some oh, research. Yes. Stat guy Nate. Uh, stat guy Nate. I don't like that. Uh, this is second week HOH, okay? This is the history. Because we, we talked, we've talked a little bit about, uh, at least I think we, we feel to a certain extent that the winning the first week of HOH isn't as bad as people make it out to be. Like, statistically, you actually go pretty far in the game by doing that. Nick, you got something to add? Or do you, do you, do you? Oh, no, 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 no. I was going to say, I agree with that. I, um, oh, God. I don't know if you guys know who Taron Armstrong is. Oh, yeah. Um, Big follower. Yeah, yeah he um, he had a great podcast that he did um, before this season started, maybe back in, like, June, um, that essentially broke down the stats of, like, first HOHs, and it is actually way more important than you think to win it. The first, if you win the first HOH and your target gets evicted, your chances of going far in the game is very good. Well, I should have looked at his numbers then for this, but <laughs> did you just do your yeah, own second numbers? week not great. I mean, I just looked it up, seeing how far they did. Okay, so I'm just gonna read them off to you. Okay, the exceptions is season 13, week two was Jordan and she came in fourth. Okay, pretty good. Again, that was like a lot of alumni that season, so I don't know if that really counts. The other exception was season 19. Paul won the second HOH, and he came in second place that year, uh, which is interesting because Cody won the first HOH, and he is he's one of the exceptions for not having a good first HOH. Um, so that season's interesting in general. Uh, season 10 on, okay? Second week was Jesse. He came in 11th that season. Season 11 was Ronnie. He came in 10th that season. Season 12 was Rachel. She came in 9th. Season 14 was Frank. He came in 7th, which is not terrible. That's like one of the better ones here. Season 15 was Aaron. Came in 8th. Season 16 was Devin. Came in 14th. Season 17 was Shelly. Came in 11th. Season 18 was Polly. Came in 8th. Season 20 was Caitlin. She came in 13th. 
and season 21 was Jack, came in 11th. So there is a very strong correlation to the second <laughs> week HOH just... And if you look at the themes of these, like, you, you look at, okay, someone like Ronnie, right, from season 11, even Jesse, season 10, I think, like, you could argue Caitlin and Jack, like, these are people who, like, get power, it goes to their head a little bit, and then it just spirals out, and then it just doesn't go good, and within the next couple of weeks, we might see Memphis gone because of this. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the person that, like, draws the line and takes the shot. And Memphis didn't do that, but also did by not doing that. He drew the line. He didn't take the shot. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense if you think about it. Because, like, the first HOH, like, most of the time you have nothing to go off of. You're just kind of, you have to nominate somebody. You have to do it. Um, and by the time the second week comes around, you there's more gameplay usually that's been played. And so, like, Tony, you said, yeah, you have to someone ends up usually taking a shot or doing something drawing a line um so that it is actually isn't that surprising to me um and just further makes me yeah think that memphis isn't <laughs> gonna do very good i would love to see this type of logic used in future seasons like if there's like a super fan that goes on it's like i gotta throw a week two because week two never goes well <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> if i'm ever on i will do that for sure they better make it on the show. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about the safety suite because I think there's there's a little bit of gameplay that went with that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people played in it. The winner was Christmas, and she decided to keep Ian safe, which Memphis seemed like he wanted Ian as a backdoor option. Uh, I don't know how true that was or if that was just kind of edited in after the fact that Ian was safe. Uh, but it was definitely a possibility for him. Nick, what was uh, Christmas's logic in keeping Ian safe here? Because I, I still don't know if I fully understand it. Um, I don't know if I do either. But honestly, I actually think Christmas is playing a decent game right now. Um, I don't know why she picked Ian. But like in retrospect, thinking about it, I actually think it's a good move. Um, because I do think Ian is a bigger target than she is. Um, and so I think people if they viewed that as like, oh, maybe she's trying to get in good with him, I still think they're going to go for Ian before they go for her. Um, With that six-person alliance, I don't think she's really, she's not in the main four, um, so I definitely think she's expendable in that main six. Um, That I don't know. I think she showed that she can win a comp um, and that she is a force to be reckoned with, but I don't know. I think Ian is a very loyal person. Um, and so by saving him, I do think that's going to come back to help her at some point. I think she's going to need a vote or she's going to need um, something from Ian and he will 100% pay that back. Um, so I personally think it was a good move. Um, who knows why she did it, but I think it's going to work out for her. Tony, what was Christmas thinking? <laughs> I mean, she didn't have a ton of options. If you think about it, like Janelle and Kaser weren't an option very clearly. Um, and then the six people in her, the other five people in her alliance weren't an option. option. So all she had with, was Enzo, Bailey, Devon, Nicole, A, and David. Is that all? Maybe yeah, one or two more so. that I'm missing. Kevin? Uh, she could have gone Kevin. Um, and I think Ian. out of those, Ian is the... The one who's most on an island, but could be most beneficial in the future. So, 
like Devon and Bailey, I think are clear too, based on everything. And it feels like they have a lot of connections. Um, but Ian feels like he's kind of off on his own. I guess Nicole feels, I guess, I guess from our perspective, it's easy to say that like Enzo feels like he has a lot of connections, but like, do they actually see all these connections that are happening? But I think, yeah, like you said, Ian's a big target, someone that you can hide behind and someone that I think would pay it back. He's very loyal. Um, but also like somebody that you can turn on in the future. Like it, it's, you almost want, golly, sorry. I don't know. I'm keeping this in. No, nothing happened. Um, <clears throat> Definitely didn't drop your mic on your lap. I would never. I think is, it w- is your mic resting on your computer while your computer's on your lap. Yes. Is that the? Wow, it's bold. <laughs> I, I do this every week. Yeah, it's just. I mean, yeah. It's like fits. It's, it's like it's in never this, gone wrong. The thing is, the mic isn't falling. My entire computer is sliding because I have my yeah. computer on a pillow, but then I have these two remotes between my pillow and my computer to give it space so it doesn't like get super super hot so there's like a little yeah you don't want to melt a pillow i mean you know just what do you guys think nathan what do you think of <laughs> christmas and i don't know like i said i mean i, just, I said i'm confused um <laughs> the logic that we saw was that ian had a conversation with her before the competition and i guess that's all it took was like hey i'll, I'll keep you safe i guess uh and to her logic, she didn't want to save anyone from her alliance. Not only because like she knew they were safe from Memphis, but also to draw attention to that. Uh, and so I think like when Memphis was like, why'd you save Ian? She was like, oh, well, I didn't have any options because you told me to hide the fact that our alliance is, you know, saving each other. Uh, and so like, I, I think I think she should have pushed him a little more, honestly, at that moment to be like, Hey, it's not my fault. You didn't tell me who your target was. If you would have told me you were targeting me and I wouldn't have done this. Uh, but again, like talk to your alliance about your plan. But I definitely agree, Nick, that I have been very impressed with her this week. And part of the possible vote flip was including her to keep Nicole. However, to my understanding, she was never going to do that. The whole time she was she was with the majority alliance, but Janelle and Kaser really thought that they had her, and so to me, I see her like very well playing the middle ground. Which is, if you've listened to the first couple episodes of this season, I'm shocked that I'm saying that she's playing a good game because I, up until this point, never thought she deserved to be on this season. But here we are. So I don't know what's going on. Christmas came early, I guess. Hey, right. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tony? What else do we need to talk about? Golly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you crying because you thought that joke was so funny? Is that what's happening right now? It, like, came to me, like, half a second before I before I said it out loud. Um, so I'm really happy. <laughs> uh, let's talk Christmas? a little bit. What? Is her like is birth name Christmas or does she just go by Christmas? Yeah, I think uh, it is. What's what's her I think it is. What's her child's name? Isn't it something interesting too? Yes, it's Christmas. um Oh my gosh, I'm looking it up right now. This is um, terrible radio, but we're just doing it. Oh yeah, and her middle name's Joy. Christmas Joy. Loyal. I think it's Loyal. Loyal. Mm. 
isn't it? There's some cool names in this cast. And uh, like their kids. Yep, you're right. Loyal. Yeah. You have Memphis, you have Tennessee, you have River, you have Loyal, you have Christmas. Just all words or locations. You got Ian? Yo, did you see <laughs> Danny? Or not Danny, um, Cody give a shout out to Tennessee in the DR. A couple people did. I think Davon did too. Oh, did, oh, did she? she? I didn't hear uh, that one. The only one I heard was Cody, and I thought that was very interesting. Because I didn't think, because even though Danny and Cody are aligned together, I didn't think, I don't know, maybe it's not that big of a deal. But to me, I feel like it is that he shouted out her daughter. What do you think it could like mean? Just like they're very close? Just that they they are closer than we think, or the fact that like... I don't know. There is some kind of bond there that maybe we aren't getting on the feeds. Okay. Fair enough. I don't yeah. know. Because I was thinking, like, there's no gameplay. Like, I agree with you because there's no gameplay advantage to that because Danny doesn't know he did it. The only people that know are us 100%. and, like, Julie. So, like, there was no benefit other than the fact that, like, he actually wanted to do that because he's actually close to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care about Cody and Danny. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I got points in fantasy for Tyler winning HOH. I'm just, I'm here for that. Whatever. Well, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, Tyler winning HOH tonight. Uh, Nick, Nick, you tweeted out, and which was spot on. Uh, the random, um, <laughs> how they randomized the order, and yeah, Chanel and Kaser were the last ones. <laughs> Yeah, Julie's like, and we have the order randomly decided earlier today, whatever, and Janelle and Case are the last ones. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's not random. But I appreciate you, big brother, trying to shake the game up a little bit. But what they mean by random is they created five orders that all ended in Janelle and Caser and randomly picked from those five orders. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And I I just... (sighs) I'm a little confused on the rules of this. And I, I think I missed something or miss her julie and i haven't looked at it since since we're recording immediately after but i thought the rule was okay so you had those three tables mm-hmm. you had to slide this beer glass um kind of like a shuffleboard board deer i guess like it could go off the edge you gotta get it closest to the edge to get more points and then there's a timer and you have to lock in your score i thought i heard julie say that you lock in your score when you're happy like with your score did that not mean that you can like throw it multiple times until you're happy as long as it's in the 30 seconds? Cause if so, why, why was there a timer involved other than just to keep time for people? And why Am I were the there, only one who thought that was the rule? Why weren't there like significantly less beer glasses on the counter? Like there were a lot yes. there and they just, that kept was tossing. my, that was oh. my understanding. And then I was getting really mad. I was like, why did they lock in their score? Like, why did you lock in five points when you're losing? Like, go do it again. But then I realized, like, nobody did it, so I think I misheard it. But then I check on Twitter, and other people were just as confused by that because a lot of other people thought that they heard the same thing I did where you could get multiple Ooh. tries as long as it was within the 30 seconds. I think they were just overly worried about the time. Like, I, like, I'm with you. I would care. I would take my time, and I'd be like, no, I'm about to get 15 even. And then nobody, like, just nobody's going to be able to beat my score. And if they do, like, okay, yeah, they probably deserve it because I threw, like, seven glasses. Well, it was weird, too, that everyone was, like, rushing it. Like, it felt like time was such a larger component to it than it actually was. Because if I had 30 seconds, 
I'm not going to go, rush, go, go, go. Like, I, I get that, like, that would be the tiebreaker. But, like, Kaser, I mean, he just kind of, like, whiffed it because he, like, was going so fast. And I'm like, just just focus on trying to, you know, beat the score. Because to me, that's more important. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely didn't hear that. But you're probably right because all that makes sense. Like, why would you have so many glasses up there? And why is the timer that necessary? But also, I feel like unless one of them asked for that clarification after Cody went, like there was no way that they could be like, oh, don't forget, like you can keep doing it because then it would unfairly give to anybody who went after whenever they make that announcement. And so I feel like if after Cody, while Cody was doing, if they had said something like you can keep going, then it would have been a thing. But I feel like because Cody rang in with four and didn't go for more, they couldn't really say anything about it but i'd have to go back and watch because i definitely didn't hear that and that's very interesting if that is the case yeah i think i was in the same boat you were in where i was like i thought i heard that but they're not doing it and like i think they're smarter than to just not do it so they probably can't yeah but uh tyler won it dude we were so close janelle got 11 she did if she had gotten 12, if that last one had just made it to that four range, she would have won because I think she rang in with like 12 seconds mm-hmm. and Tyler had 14. She was by far the fastest. Also, Kaser walking up and like before, the like right as the camera was going on him, you could see him like positioning glasses behind him. So when he turned around, he could just grab three and go. Amazing. It's like, I don't know if you're supposed to be Again, able to do that, Kaser, but okay. Like so, fo- <laughs> so focused on the time. I, I just would have done it different. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick, are you excited at all for Tyler's HOH? I'm assuming not. <laughs> I mean, off the bat, no, just because he is in the majority alliance, and now this will be three straight weeks of the same people in power, and I think Big Brother is best when it has shifts in power. Um, it's when you get the most dynamics going. Otherwise, it's just the same thing over and over. Same people in power talking about the same people that want to get nominated, same people at the bottom trying to fight their way out. Um, but, I mean... I want to still be hopeful about the season. I want to think maybe Tyler will do something different, maybe break away from that six, but I don't know. I It just bums me out that it's literally week after week has been, let's go after Janelle and Kaser, Janelle and Kaser, blah, 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 and it's just I'm, I want something different. What if he takes a Memphis shot? I would be okay with that. Like talk to every – because I feel like if him – I feel like him, Danny – Cody and Nicole. Cody's probably the only one that would really object to that. What if he did like a Memphis and Janelle, or Janelle and Kaser, and then just backdoored Memphis? I would be fine fine with that because, like I'm saying, I I think it's just the anticipation of like it's the same people in power, so I feel like this is how it's gonna go. So as long as it doesn't go that way, I feel like I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Tony, as someone who wasn't too high on Janelle and Kaser last week. <laughs> Do you, are you are you hoping that Tyler goes for them, or what do you think the best move for his game would be? Because I think like for me, I'm thinking like I I'm rooting for the underdogs. Like la- I said this last week, but I I'm rooting for Janelle and Kaser. Like I like watching them, but I think for Tyler's game, I'd have to lean on like if he wants to get farther, it's probably going to stick with his alliance. Um, do you think that's the best move for him, or do you think that now's the time to start something else going? I think, I mean, knowing everything, their 
against him because they see him as being with Cody and David and like the other side of the house. So he should absolutely take that shot. Um, worst case scenario, one of them gets off, but then I think no matter what, I, I think it's going to be difficult for either of them to gather up the votes to really change anything. If that happens, um, and like that's the safest move, and I don't know if it's time to make a big move. And for him, a big move would be like taking that shot isn't that big of a move. That was really frustrating about Memphis. Sorry to go back to Memphis, but taking that shot is not that big of a move because like no matter what, they're going after your alliance. And yes, it just makes it so that their sights are on you. But what are the odds that they stay? Like that's just, and I don't know. It just feels. It's just very frustrating. You you gain confidence with your team. So I think there's no chance Tyler doesn't take that shot uh, and do what he needs to do. So it'd be nice if he didn't, but I, I can't imagine he doesn't. And once Janelle and Kaser are out, then what is it? Like, does the other... I, I'm, I am scared that it's just going to be they pick people off, but what if the other side come back? Because there's 14 in the house right now. Janelle and Kaser go. What if the other six... No, that wouldn't happen thinking about who the people are. Well, I, I think that's the point that Janelle and Kaser were pitching all week was like, hey, look, this is how it's been going the past couple seasons is there's a there's a large alliance. There's usually a core group. Then they have their side pieces. And I mean, like, I got to again, I'm going to I know the whole world is just, you know, giving them praise this week and they're fan favorites right now. So I'm. Not an original thought here, but like they, they're correct in a lot of their assessments of like, that's how seasons are going. And that's what's happening here. Like there's a core group and then outside of that core group, they have their numbers and then there's the outsiders. And I really think this week was like, I mean, and especially with Tyler winning now it's looking like it's over, but like last week, like those outsiders really needed to come together because it's, it's a numbers game. And you said this earlier, Nick, and I completely agree. Like, when I look at Janelle and Kaser, like, you look at the games they play. Like, yes, they're big threats, but they're loyal. Like, their seasons, you stick with them. Kaser will get evicted and come in 10th place two seasons in a row for your alliance. Like, that's just, like... And so, I I understand, like... I I guess I don't understand. Like, because to me, I'm like, I'd work with them. Like, have them as shields. Like, have them as loyal people. Um, and I, and I, it's hard because I think like when this season started, I didn't expect that. Like I, I thought, okay, Janelle's going to go like week one or two, you know? So I like, I never expected them to go far. And so I think watching them has given me hope. And I think I just need to crush that and go back to the original spot I was in where it's just like, they're probably not going to make jury. Let's just, let's just fast forward to the second half of this season where we can see this Alliance crumble because, I'm afraid the next couple weeks aren't going to be that exciting. I want to believe that Tyler would like join Janelle and Kaser if given a good pitch, but I think he's too smart to like take that to do that. Like that's not a good move for him to turn on all these people that he's working with. It's just not unless he can pull a couple of them with him. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, I I don't dislike Tyler. I really like Tyler as a player. I just think for the game itself, a Tyler HOH is going to be boring. He's going to do the things that are good for his game, and in terms of just the game overall, that comes off as boring. Um, But, I mean, I can't knock him for doing things that are going to get him farther or not sink his game. 
Um, yeah, I agree. I think he. Um, I will say, my hot takes are not doing so hot. <laughs> my that's true. First week was Tyler goes out pre-jury. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I really don't at this point. And then my second take was that Nicole A would win HOH this season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, you win some, you lose some. Yes, you do. All right, Nicole. Do we want to get into our awards for the week, or do we have anything else to discuss? I have one thing, kind yeah. of. What's up? It's not huge, um, but yeah, what's up? after um, Keisha got evicted last week, I felt like people were still like, "Oh, is there going to be a battle back? Is something like that going to happen?" But like Julie gave very all the info to Nicole to today that mm-hmm. like there ain't gonna be a battle back at least right now. Um, do you think it's possible we get one like the first five of jury or something like that, or a fan boat in of like something? I don't know. But it just personally, I would be okay with not having a battle back. Just straight up, victed, you're done. Um, but I thought that was very interesting because there was speculation of battle back, and then this week essentially confirm that that's not happening at least not right now yeah i i think i'm okay without it, it it's always so neutral to me because i think in big brother it just it almost like it never means anything it that person almost always goes out the next week anyways <laughs> and and so i think it's I, I i think i would prefer it be like jury so then like we actually like that's when the season because i think like i don't know someone who got voted out you know a couple weeks in um i think we did the numbers last season because cliff was a rare case of someone who won their way back and actually made it far i think like he's one of the best i think the other one was season three what was her name i don't even remember Amy? that was the first time yes that was the first time that happened and she's made it the farthest but everyone else outside of her and cliff goes out like almost immediately and so it just doesn't feel like it does anything to the game other than just extend the season. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not too upset. I guess if this is it, that makes it feel more like a pure game of like, hey, you don't have to worry about this, just play. And like last season, I think we saw a very negative side of it, um, and that's because it was camp comeback, and they knew the people that they were evicting, but they, it felt like they went for easy people. Because it's like, I don't want the person coming back to be someone strong. So I'm not going to take a shot at, I don't know, who was a strong player. Jack last season? Or Nick or something? I don't know. They felt like they were strong players. Christy? Yeah, because that did, that was like the the most that it affected the game. Was like people's concerns. Like, oh, what if they win their own bet? Uh, and then you got the classic Lawan who, you know, tried to use that as strategy to get voted That's on great. I love that. I still love that. <laughs> It's like I can be Brendan. I can do it. I can do it. Can you really though? Maybe you should think about this a little bit more, Luan. Uh, uh other thing before we get into awards. Uh we had another good uh message from Julie to sign off uh tonight. We had the golden rule last week, and then tonight, if you have to what was it? If you have to choose to be right you have or the kind. Choice. Yeah. Be kind. <laughs> yeah. And it felt like it was talking about it felt like it correlated with Nicole A somehow because like she was super wrong 
but then she was also not nice to Janelle and Kaser. So, like, it was very interesting. But it felt like it was like, ah, she is very wrong, but she's nice. I don't know. It, that's what I read. I, it's probably not true, well, but I've, like, felt that. That's what I thought here, of me. Here's the, here's the rumor, okay? I, I don't know if Julie confirmed this, but there were, there were several articles going around that this is what it was about. But last week, they're saying she was throwing shade at Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. Oh. Because of all the stuff that's going on with her. Maybe. And how Julie doesn't think that she should, like, have a show anymore or something. Which is completely out of nowhere. <laughs> she likes to get into the social commentary of the world around her. Remember how wild it was when she said Julie Chen Moonves? And everybody was like, what? It freaked out. <laughs> and she's, she's still going by it. Yeah. Three years later. It's <laughs> holding strong. Didn't people in the house hear it? And they're like, what did she just say? She's never yeah, said that Yeah, they were before. talking about it. That was uh, 20, because Tyler's like... Uh, Tyler, you know, being a super fan, he's like, she's never done that. Like, what, what does it mean? What happened? Even though he's supposed to be pretending not to be a super fan, he's like, she's little never done that. Little did they know the president of the network that they were on was out. Jeez. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about that, are we? Let's just get rid of Julie and we can have Jeff come back and be in charge of... I'm just I kidding. forgot about your, your take last week. How anti-Julie you are. Man, she's just not good. And maybe it's because she doesn't like get to directly interact with them. Like that could Um, be piece of it, but she just isn't good. I don't hate Julie. I think she's fine. I feel like it's just been so long that it's like Julie's just iconic of Big Brother, and like maybe she she's gonna say things where you're like, what? And like you're not funny, but okay, keep trying. She's gonna throw shade at Nicole after Nicole's already beaten down and evicted. Imagine if she was interesting. Like how cool would that be? That sounded so mean, but, like, she just feels so... I think she's, like, so professional as a person, which is awesome, but then she tries to make these jokes that aren't funny. It's just, like, that whole combination. She's, like, like, too good at her job. (laughs) I don't think that's what I was saying, but maybe. Yeah, sure. I love it. I don't know. I took it honestly. I took her thing tonight. I thought last week was weird. I thought it was, like, it was a hint towards something that was maybe coming or something. I don't know, but I feel like tonight it was directed more at the fan base because of how... I feel like people on social media have just been going off this week about Nicole that she was saying like, Hey, even though we're right, because she didn't know what was going on, everything that we're going to say to her is right. Like be kind. That's how I took sure. it, honestly. Hmm. And maybe not just Nicole, but just like social media in general and like the community. Cause it can get very toxic. What? Nah. The community can get toxic online. Never <laughs> stop. <laughs> Uh, let's get into awards. What are we awarding, Tony? Because we didn't do one last week, so you gotta. We did a couple last week. We did a couple. I think we did like best outcome. We did like furniture, best position. All right, and hot takes. We were pretty. Yeah. So we'll for sure do furniture and hot takes again. Um, best position feels less interesting this week. Um, let's do worst week. Who had like the worst week for their future potential in the game? Uh, oh yeah, I got I got a pick. Let's do best outcome too, though. I like that best one. outcome. That's a good one. Best and worst, or like best outlook. You mean? Yeah. So not like your best week, but like who like right now in this very moment do you think is positioned the best to go farthest? Okay. Yeah. So and then we'll say who had the worst seven past seven days. Mm-hmm. Nicole doesn't count because she's evicted. Furniture. And what was the fourth hot take? Yep. 
All right, what's the order here? Because it, it apparently matters because I stole your pick last week, and I don't want you to get all upset about it again. I will. Uh, me, Nick, Nathan. What the heck? Okay, we're doing Snake, though, yeah? Yeah, that's the order that I wrote the names. So that's I just went with that. All right. Um, take. It's a big week. This is when I complete my final three predictions. Who's in so far? Tyler and Christmas. That's a good pick. That's a good... <laughs> I know my fi- my third pick, too. All right. Uh, so I start off with so the upset when you're right. best outlook. Who has the best outlook right now? Wow, you've really thought about this, huh? Not even a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with Cody. Okay. I don't think anybody's worried about Cody. I feel like he laid low really well this week, and no one is like worried about him. Everybody's more worried about Nicole F. That's on the other side of the house. He's set up with Memphis super tight. He's set up with Tyler super tight. He's set up with Danny super tight. He's set up with Enzo super tight. He just has a lot of really close relationships that I think will protect him. Nick, best uh, outlook based on this week. Man, I've never I've never gotten to do these yet. So Ooh. this is uh, a first. Let's see. Best outlook. It doesn't take any effort. Trust me. Tony doesn't put anything into it. What do you mean? I studied for hours. I just pretend that I didn't get prepared. The fans love um, it. You're pulling the David, huh? What? How does this work? I've never done this before. How do I cast a vote? <laughs> uh, let's go with... I kind of said it before earlier, but I'm going to say Christmas. I really do think... Um, I do think she's in a good spot. Um, I think she'll be able to show up competitively when she needs to um she kind of like nathan said she was a swing boat this week and i feel like she'll be a swing swing boat going forward um and i I, maybe i'm just too stuck on that ian save but i really think that's going to be beneficial um so i could see christmas going going far all right my pick uh best outlook i'm gonna go with enzo i like the game he's playing i think he is very uh social right now in the house Nobody dislikes him. He is staying completely out of this, but yet he's still in the loop. I think even though, like we were saying earlier, he might not be in a main alliance right now, I think he's a number for a lot of powerful people, and nobody is, like, whose radar is he on? Nobody. He's going to miss the Janelle and Kaser fight, and they're not even going to be upset with him. when, When the majority alliance starts to get targeted, he's going to be fine when the outsiders get targeted he's cool i i like what he's doing that's a good pick all right worst uh worst week hit us with it nathan my (laughs) okay this is uh, a little ironic because she was my best last week going with devon oh this is more so okay so the way i'm doing this I, sure okay i could throw in janelle and caser i could throw in you know david but i'm basing this more off of how high i had her last week and this is more so coming from the feeds but people are starting to get onto her and i think similar to memphis i don't think she's picking a side strong enough right now and i think it's gonna come to hurt her i really do I'm sad to say it, but I don't have a lot of hope for her right now. Nick. 
worst week in the house in the past seven days. Uh, I'm trying to stay away from David. Um, You're allowed to pick it. It does feel obvious, but... (laughs) I feel like I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Ian, actually, on the flip side of that. Mm. Whoa. Um, Because I feel like, at least the way it was edited, it looked like Memphis was going for him. So if Christmas hadn't saved him, there's a strong possibility he could have been backdoored. Um, And I do think people are on to him. Um, He doesn't really have anyone that he is aligned with going forward other than Franzel and she definitely is not loyal to him I don't think um you guys can correct me if you feel like you've seen something different but I feel like it's all just an act on her end mm-hmm. um I don't think she's had to choose yet so yeah, I think you're right like it there's nothing there's nothing showing us that he is her number one yeah um and so then on top of all of that he's just I don't know as long as I, I just have a hard feeling that he's going to have to just win comps down the road, and I don't think you can just win out in Big Brother like you could potentially do in sort of like Survivor. Um, so I I think all that said, Ian had the worst week. I feel like my pick was just, I didn't think I'd get it. I think mine is Memphis. I feel like Memphis for sure had the worst week because he burned bridges on both sides and caused so much distrust to both sides. Um, yeah. I don't know. He felt like the clear pick to me, so I was surprised that I got him. But congratulations! Thank you. I mean, to be honest, I completely forgot about him because I was trashing him earlier. <laughs> because he had such a bad week. Um, yeah, I I can't imagine him making it far, especially with the way that he's playing and like the blunt attitude. Like you just can't do that at this point in Big Brother because you just offend people. So, furniture, one of my favorites. This week, I feel like I'm going to go with Cody as my furniture. I feel like we didn't hear much from him through all three episodes. I mean, he did the safety suite, and he showed him talking a few times, but it was he was very much in... Uh, maybe not, but he was pretty much... He was quite a bit in the background, so I'm going with Cody. Nick. Good choice. Good choice. Who you got for your furniture? Um, My furniture, I'm going to go with Danny. Um... Mainly because that was, Danny, that was mine. Danny is my favorite, and I just want to talk about her for a little bit. Um, I I said this to Tony at work like a week ago, or maybe this week. I don't remember when, but I haven't. Danny is one of my three favorite females to ever play the game, and going into the season, I had such high expectations, and she has just not been playing the game the way I thought she was going to play, and it's really bummed me out. Um, still holding out hope. I'm still going to cheer for her. Um, but I, yeah, haven't been super impressed with her gameplay thus far. Um, and I feel like it's fine to lay low and I feel like she's in a decent spot. Um, but I still don't think she has any concrete allies that would take her farther in the game. Like once all these easy targets are gone, I feel like she's going to be the first one to go. Um, and I think that's a flaw and, with all of these things going on this early on in the game, I feel like she could be doing more um, to solidify bonds, and she really isn't. She's just staying low, which is fine, but I don't think it's going to get her far. My furniture is also going to be a pick I just had. <laughs> it's going to be Enzo. 
it's just mostly airtime. I think he, which I, I I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's perfectly fine to kind of sit in the background, not be the focus of these episodes. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really seen a lot of talk from him in the DR. Um, he's just kind of there for the ride right now. And yeah, that's my pick. Hot take. Mm. Mm. <laughs> my hot take this week. We'll see if I go over three. Ah, Tyler could still go out. I might not be. I, I could be one for one right now. We don't know. My third week hot take is this coming week, either Janelle or Kaser will win the veto. Is that hot enough? I'm fine with it. Okay. I could have said that they were going to get evicted if you want. That's significantly colder. (laughs) All right, Nick, you want to play this game? Yeah, you kind of stole part of what I was going to say. Um, my hot take is going to be Enzo's going to be final two. Ooh. Oh, final two. Isn't that one of my, isn't that my prediction? I think that's my prediction. Oh, is it? For just his, like, ranking predictions, my, not a like, hot take. Our rankings from last week. Oh. Okay. I said Kevin would win against Enzo. We'll see about that, but all right, I like that. That is a hot take. Tony. Who's going to be also in your final three with Tyler and Christmas? Oh. Is it Memphis? Is it Janelle? Who is it? The person I'm leaning towards, I don't want to be in it. David. Well, would you rather be right or kind? Wait, what? David? David. Okay. I can see those three just, just running it. Uh, Tyler takes the place of Paul. David takes the place of Josh. I just, I need to... Christmas is Christmas. This is a whole new discussion, but I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. What are your thoughts on, if it were to be like David and Tyler in the final two, and Tyler played a better game, this is just assuming based on the gameplay that we've seen thus far, Tyler played a better game, but people voting for David just because there hasn't been a black winner of Big Brother yet. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because that... I've always been the person that's like, I want to vote for someone on the merit of their game. Not just because maybe they're a better person or, or because of they, they fit this certain minority group or um, whatever it might be. Like that just, oh, I'm only going to vote for a woman. We've th- seen that in Survivor and that's always bothered me too. Like, wh- what are your thoughts oh, on it? Big Brother. Yeah, Big Brother 18 was a, yep. that was a big. Oh, yeah. For Nicole because she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of them did. I I, I think here's my thought is <laughs> first I think it's a tricky situation to talk about. <laughs> I, I think that you almost need to take that into consideration, I think, which is kind of unfortunate. You know, like with mm-hmm. to be aware of that, like, hey, this jury might vote that way. Now that sucks because what does that mean? Well, I need to vote him off because, you know, he's black, which isn't good either. And so, I don't know. I think it's just something to be aware about because I think, like, Devon definitely voted that way. Um, at least, according to DR, that was a big reason why. And and so, I think that's just something that you kind of have to think about. At the same time, not, like, doing it because of that reason, which is, it, it's tough. Like, I, I don't think I would be totally upset if the jury did that because, on one hand, I think historically not having 
you know, an African-American male make it that far, I think that would speak to his game Mm -hmm. saying like, hey, look at this. Like, I made it this far historically like this doesn't happen. Um, And I think the way that they would word that is he's black. So I voted for him. But I think what that is meaning is that, like, we've never seen this before, which I think is okay. pretty cool. That's fair. But I would, yeah. So maybe I would try to justify it <laughs> in mm-hmm. my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I personally, I wouldn't like it because I'm kind of with you, Tony, in the sense of, like, if I was voting, um, I prefer people to vote off of game. But with that said, I'm always a supporter of the proponent that whoever there's no rules to big brother there's no rules you know um if you're listening to this i might have edited the last part out i don't actually know but uh we lost nick <laughs> nick has timed out of the skype call i don't and we we're pretty close to the end anyway so we could probably just call he, it I was going to say, I don't like, he might be back on in the next 30 seconds. He, we might just end this episode without him. So thank you, Nick, for coming on our podcast tonight. (laughs) We really appreciated it. I'm sure what Uh, you were about to say was going to be great. Yeah. Talking about the first (laughs) black male winner, big brother. (laughs) Just, um, is there anything else you want to talk about? (laughs) I don't think so. I just thought of that. So I wanted to bring it up. Or just in general, anything you want to talk about in general. I guess. Timberwolves got the first overall pick in the draft lottery tonight. Oh, big Timberwolves fan. Wolves got the fourth here. pick. Gold Bulls, am I right? Yeah. Scotty Pippen. Yeah. He's, he's going to make the Hall of Fame soon. Yep. I just know it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure um, he's already in the... Uh, he definitely is because he's the greatest of all time. Good old no tipping Pippen. No tipping, Pippin. Don't skip and pip on Pippin. That's what I always say. All right, let's go. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, for more episodes, go to notgameallpersonal.com. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram, NGAPpod. Uh, I'm Nathan. This is Tony. And we will see you next time. Get out of here.